This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm delighted, I've been la-di-da-din Not a lot of thoughts when I ponder from the top Man, these boys, they be potting I trust them like a lot Ricky, that's my dude Stoops is super cool Sharks up in the pool I've been sparking up my tools I've been looking to win Spend a little again I've been for spittled it in My God, I riddled again I told them stop clowning around They said what goes up comes down I said I'm down with the sickness My team stay ill, now come get this I'm just so David delight I stay ready tonight. Deep dive, we rise. That's the melody, alright. De- Debbie delight. De- Debbie delight. Da 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 Debbie delight. Hey. Welcome to another episode of the Debbie Delight brought to you by the Drive In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we are going to give our first look at the 2022 quarterback rankings. I'm very excited. Obviously, everybody knows my love for this position. As always, I am joined by my partner here, Stoops. How are you today, bud? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Excited to uh, dive into it a little bit. A little hurt. You muted my mic. I had one slip up on a previous episode, and you muted me this time, so I couldn't sing along. That's okay. Um I didn't know. I, did I really? I don't know. How I don't works. know. It said mics are muted or something. So oh, yeah. My, assume... Oh, mics are always muted whenever I do that, though. Are they? Because it yeah. didn't mute me when I. Anyway. Did you not hear it? No, I heard it. What I'm oh. saying is if I wanted to say something, it oh. wasn't going to come through. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. <laughs> it's been a long morning, guys. It's been a long morning. Yeah. We were no, excited to dive in. See where you've got some guys. See how mad you get about where I have some guys. You know, the usual. <laughs> Yeah, our plan is is Stoops and I came up with an idea, and we're gonna release this in a in a Google Sheet spreadsheet format at, at some point in time. Um, but what I wanted to do was is I wanted to keep track where we had these guys throughout the entirety of the season, right? So we're, what we're going to do is we're gonna have a first look, which is going to be this week, and then over the next three weeks after this week, no, four so four weeks total, we're going to take a look at our first look at each of the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position, right? So we're going to go through each one of those. This is going to be our first look. And that's going to basically take us into the middle of June. 
Now, preseason, right before the season starts, come August, we're probably going to dive right back into our rankings again as practices happen, as new starters are named, as we find out more of a landscape. And once we inch closer to the the, uh, college season, we're going to actually have a difference of opinion, or maybe we don't. And we're going to give you our preseason thoughts. And then, of course, midseason, we'll give our, well, midseason thoughts. Who's going up? Who's went down? Uh, maybe do like a stock up, stock down style episode of these positions. Uh, give you some quick fire rankings and stuff like that. But And then postseason, once the season is over, probably in that January range, right before the senior bowl and the combine and all stuff like that. And then, of course, one final look right before the NFL draft. So we, we're going to kind of layer into like five different seasons of these rankings. But what we want to do more than anything is keep track of them all. So whenever we say, hey, you know, maybe we do an episode, we look back at everybody. Hey, this is where this guy started. He started at number 12. Now he's ranked all the way up to number um, three. You know what I'm saying? Or vice versa. You know, it could be um, some of these other guys that we've looked at in the in the past. You know what I mean? Like a Jake Fromm. You know, Jake Fromm started at number one on, on your list. And, and, you know, and he was number two on mine. And then he went all the way down to like six or seven by the year's end. It's to me, A, it holds us accountable for our structure of what we like to do and how we see guys. And then on top of that, it also shows kind of like what happened. You know what I mean? Like, you know, who has the Joe Burrow rise and who has the Jake Fromm fall? You know what I'm saying? It, it's mm-hmm. kind of a mixed bag of good. So I'm really excited about that, Stoops. What about you, man? No, nah, I'm pretty excited. Like whenever you kind of, well, we were spitballing, but you kind of came up with the idea of doing it. it. It just made a lot of sense. I mean, it's one of those where, you know, we'll come out and say, hey, we've got X player, you know, he's my third ranked quarterback or whatever. And it's like, oh, well, where did you have him two months ago? I don't remember. You know, <laughs> let, me find, let me find my papers and we're over here just like <laughs> rummaging through trying to find stuff. So, no, it's a good idea, obviously. Um, like I said, holds us accountable. Um, just kind of also flip side of it makes it a little easier as we're going through and adjusting rankings. Obviously, we don't have to necessarily because I've created different tabs and drop down menus and so on and so forth. Um, I was really, really proud of myself whenever I figured out how to do that little drop down thing. You got to copy neat. and paste other stuff. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so, no, it'll, it'll be cool. You know, see kind of where we are. First look, obviously, where we're at now. And even like at the season's end, you know, did, you know, um, any guy just, like you said, fly up the, the, the boards? Did someone way, way, way or drop way down? Like, it's it's just going to be interesting to see. I, you can almost guarantee, I am not saying a guy is going to come out of nowhere and be the, you know, QB1, but there's going to be someone this season that we won either just don't have ranked at all, no one's talking about, or maybe he is, like you said, ranked. 10th maybe he's at 11 12 right and it's one of those where now he's top five four three maybe probably not but maybe um it's just it's exciting to see those rises like that you just don't expect it but it happens just about every year it does and there's one guy that i'm not sure if he's in your top 10 or not you don't have to give it away but there a guy named malik willis um he has really um been the talk of twitter um, I, I've seen people already quote unquote planting their flags, not to look ahead at our, um, not to look ahead at our, our future episodes of what we plan on doing, but Malik Willis from Liberty, um, he's six one two fifteen. I think the big thing everybody's excited about with him is obviously his playmaking ability. He does have the legs. Um, just last year he rushed for a thousand and forty three yards, fourteen touchdowns. Um, he did complete 64% of his passes, 20 touchdowns, six interceptions. The thing for me is, is we're at the part of the season where it's 
we're going to plant our flag on this guy and he's going to be our quote unquote quarterback one or he's a top five quarterback just because a year from now they're going to be like, well, yeah, I told you he's mm-hmm. going to be that guy. And and the thing about it is we've never really been like that. You know, don't get me wrong. We're going to tell you if we like the guy and we he succeeded, but we're also going to tell you whenever he failed, right? Or, or when we failed. Um, and the thing about it is, is like I watched some tape of his and I don't have him in my top 10. I don't. I can, I'll be fully transparent. But he's so raw and he's so yeah he's very he's a he's a he's a specimen of an athlete right but he's so raw and unproven and unfinesse and liberty like here we are trey lance all over again you know mm-hmm. what i mean i feel like every year we have to find find the new trey lance or find the new jordan love you know what i mean it's like matt miller likes to plant his flag on a guy way early in the process and then we follow it all the way through until the end right so again, not not the, nothing against Malik Willis. I, he's he's a oh he's an okay quarterback. Could prove me completely wrong in, in six months. Maybe he's in my top five. But right now he's out on the outside looking in. Um, and speaking of that, dude, this this quarterback bunch is mm. there's some ugliness, right? There's some yeah. ugliness. Well, it's like whenever I was telling you off the air, it's kind of like uh, I had my four. You know, I felt pretty confident with the four, and then after that, it was kind of like, man, I don't I don't really know where where I want to put these guys, you know? So it was, it was interesting. Um, I feel confident at the moment <laughs> yeah, exactly. with where I have guys, but I, I, I'd be shocked even between now and the preseason if they don't change for me. But like you said about uh, Malik Willis, I don't have him in there either, but I'm looking over here at uh, like DLF's website. He's 25 years old. Is he like, yeah, according to the site here, I obviously don't know his actual birthday, but, um, it's one of those things where don't get me quarterbacks. Obviously we've seen it. They, they can swanky. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, age isn't as big of a factor compared to like your running backs, um, even receivers to an extent, so on and so forth. But to be 25 and still in college, you know, not pro yet kind of thing. It's to me, that's kind of a, you know. I don't want to say concern, but kind of, but the one, I would say the one thing you could take away from last season, albeit, you know, obviously shortened season, totally something we've never seen before is you get guys like that though, right? We never would have realistically, would we have ever heard of the Liberty quarterback if other, other, you know, games hadn't been canceled, postponed, whatever. So it's like, Oh, now we got to throw the Liberty versus whoever game on. Right. Same thing with like Coastal Carolina. We never would have heard much about them, you know? So it's kind of, I think, opened up a lot of people's eyes to, we've already kind of dove a little bit deeper, but I don't even know if we necessarily had dove that deep. Yeah, we had AGG who went to Liberty, you know what I mean? And Troutman who went to Dayton and stuff like that. But it's one of those where we we didn't even dive like ultra deep. And I'm not saying these this isn't like FCS, but it's one of those where, these guys wouldn't be ranked where they are if last season hadn't happened. Would we yeah, have no, preferred not, it not to happen? Absolutely, right? We would have preferred just a normal, nothing changed the world, but it is what it is. And um, if you're going to take one good thing out of it as far as, you know, just more uh, publicity, I guess you could call it, um, mm-hmm. it definitely came for them in those smaller school markets like that. Yeah, so it was like 2016 whenever he entered. Um Whenever he entered uh, college, so, he played in Auburn for twenty-seven and, and played at Auburn in twenty-seven and twenty-eighteen. So, 
He's been there has to be there has to be some and again I, I don't have anything pulled up but it has to be some sort of obviously he probably got redshirted um and then I wonder if there's like some sort of like medical redshirt and then obviously if he get well last year was a free year so obviously that you know doesn't count towards it but there's got to be more as to what you know meets, yeah what meets the eye but that's interesting because I mean coming in at 2016 I mean good lord like it's 2021 mm-hmm. here and he's finally you know all right Again, nothing against the guy. I mean, maybe the more we study him, like I said, I, I did some rough draft studying, and there's a lot of raw, rawness about him. And I guess that could be comparison to a, another guy that I really like that's in my rankings, but also he's one of the most frustrating quarterbacks I've ever seen in my entire life. But all right, so like we do on every ranking episode, Stoops, I'm going to let you kick us off with your 10, 9, and 8. So I struggled with this range here. One, because it's kind of like you could pick and choose who you want to throw in there. And it's kind of like, well, I don't know. You know, I like this one a little bit more like this guy. So I, I jokingly asked, can I have a 10A and a 10B, right? And you said, I don't care. Do what you want to do. So I'm going to do what I want to do. So 10B, um, Graham Mertz, it's just one of those where we loved what we saw from him. And then obviously um, he got hurt suspended i don't remember i'll be honest i don't remember but um got him there so he, he's definitely got the tools for it he was obviously a, a highly sodded um quarterback coming out of high school um not necessarily one of the top five star guys but so i looked up he's a four star but six three two fifteen good size to him you know i know he's not your six 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 seven ideal height but that's okay um number 10a if you want to go in that sense um spencer sanders out of oklahoma state i just like the electric play that he does have um he's able to make plays on the ground he's able to you know make make some plays through the air what i'm going to be interested to see though is um obviously his best receiver is no longer there right and the the starting running back he's had is no longer there so it's going to be interesting to see how how things play out for him this year um he's one that could potentially move up my rankings i'll be honest i don't see him moving up too far if at all but, um, yeah, I got Spencer Sanders at 10. Number nine, um, Matt Coral out of Ole Miss. I got him there. Again, I just I, – that's one trend I've noticed from this quarterback class is a lot of them have that electric playability to them, right? They can get plays – they can make plays on the ground. They can make plays through the air. They kind of just can extend plays. And – Obviously, the NFL loves seeing that. Um, we got to see some accuracy issues, and that's another thing that a lot of these quarterbacks struggle with, right? So it's one of those where when I was going through a tangent real quick, I was telling you how I'm creating kind of a, a stat spreadsheet. Um, probably make it shareable. If people want to see you know, what, what guys' stats were for their career, but I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, well, this guy was at 61 career completion percent. This guy's at 59. This guy's at 63. So it's just like the numbers aren't there, and that seemed to be the trend across the board. Um but nonetheless, um, I, I think this year um, he can definitely, you know, continue to improve upon. But again, he lost his best receiver. So that's going to be a big trend, too, is a lot of these guys are losing their, their go-to targets. Number eight, though, um, a guy that I've been a fan of for quite a while. He is, in your terms, a very, very, very small quarterback, and I would agree on this sense. But Dylan Gabriel out of UCF, I mean, he's six foot 186. He is not a big guy. But again, he's electric, and I just like that ability from a lot of these quarterbacks. So um, I've got him at eight. He's been one that I've been a bigger fan of than most people. Um, but I did move him down. I, I even actually did have him up at like six. And then um, I moved him down, moved some other guys in actually. 
um, which we'll get to in a second. But that's my 10 through 8. That's one thing that I noticed is there's a lot of playmakers mm-hmm. within this bunch that that some most of which are dual threats. You know what I mean? A lot of them are those dual threat quarterbacks that really that's that trend of what we're hitting towards in the NFL. And, mm-hmm. and that's it's it's interesting to see. You know, the one guy that you mentioned is is I did a it's funny that you said it, but I did there was like I couldn't figure out who I wanted at 10. So I, I did the, the I doubled down just like you did. But you know, at number 10, I have 10A, 10A and 10B here. I've got Matt Coral. Um, one guy, I don't know if he's good, right? You know what I mean? He Lane Kiffin's offense is high octane, right? You know what I mean? It does produce a lot of yards. It does produce a lot of touchdowns, but also produces a lot of interceptions. I think he had like almost 20 turnovers last year. So that's something to keep an eye on. But Phil Jerkovic, Jerkovic? Mm-hmm. Um, is my 10A or 10B, whatever one you want to slot him at. He did transfer to, transfer over to Notre Dame. Um, they do go from a midget quarterback to a tall quarterback. He's 6'5", 226. Uh, I will say that would it surprise me in like six months if Jerkovic is like, you know, not even, even in the conversation of being a quarterback? No, it wouldn't surprise me. He does have some raw ability that I like whenever I see him. And then of course he has the size. And you know what I mean? As Stoops likes to continuously point out that I do like, <laughs> I do like a talk quarterback, but um, he, he does play good. You know what I mean? At 25, 58 and seven touchdowns, 17 touchdowns and just, just five interceptions. So I think he has the potential to really, you know, glide into the next year. Um, Graham Mertz is my number nine. I like Mertz. Uh, I, there's a lot of unproven ability. And and I will say that just like, I, I mean, it's the same thing that you could say about Malik Willis. There's not a lot of tape to look at whenever you look at this kid. I mean, he did have nine touchdowns and 193 pass attempts, but it, it, he's only got a small sample size, 203 career pass attempts. But I think the playmaking abilities there, I think he's got the arm that's strong enough to really kind of showcase himself. The next guy that I really, really, really like, and it's another, again, this is where I, I, I was watching a lot of these different guys and I'm like, man, I like this guy, but do I really like this? Like it's, it's, there's just a lot of grossness and it's Tyler Shaw from Oregon. Six, five, (laughs) six, five. 221 you know what i mean it, it, is he going to be a guy that rises up boards like i, I think the potential's there you know what i mean i'm going to probably talk about him in a little bit but i really like this kid a whole lot and no it's not just because he's 6'5 but i think that he's got the playmaking ability last year he looked good you know what i mean again i don't hold a lot of what happened last year against some of these guys especially especially in the pac-12 because listen everybody wants to criticize slavit slovis and all these other guys right and i understand whatever but those guys literally had a month pre- month to prepare for the season after hearing, hey, we're going to act. You know what? Actually, we're going to play. Um, so I'm not throwing the season out of the way because you should be ready on the, you know, the, you know, and a snap of a finger to be ready to go and throw out in the football field. But for me, I, I was just I'm taking that into an account for some of these guys as well. And he does make plays in his feet. He did have 271 yards and two touchdowns. Um, but that is my 10, 10, 9, 8. Um Oh, he he, he oh. transferred from Texas Tech too, so I mean, he was at a high-powered volume passing, throw the ball seven hundred times a game offense. Yep. So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, I I'm really excited about him. I like him. I like. I think that yeah. I mean, I'm probably talk about him in just a little bit. Um, I'll I'll go ahead and go with my seven six five. Um, 
this is another bunch that I'm very, I just don't even know about right now. You know what I mean? But number seven, I've got Carson Strong, Nevada. One guy that I'm really growing keen to. Um, and the one thing I notice a lot about these younger guys, these lower guys that I have in my rankings are all kind of in these smaller schools that are unproven, uncertain, not a lot going on. But, I mean, there's a lot to like about Carson Strong. You know what I mean? He's pretty good in the pocket. I like him. He's got the perfect – he's got some good size. He's 6'4", 215, mm-hmm. obviously. Had a good season last year, nine games, 27 touchdowns, four interceptions, nothing not, not to like about that. But, again, I like to temper my expectations with some of these younger guys and, and with some of these guys that have been, you know, facing cupcakes. You know what I mean? I do have that – you know what? I'm sorry. Like, I, I understand that's – they, they only play who they play, right? You know what I mean? So it's it's not like it's like his fault that he only played these guys. You know what I'm saying? But it's not exactly like they're out there lighting up the lighting up the world pl- facing all of these hard schools. You know what I mean? They were seven and two last year. They did play some, you know, they did play games. But um, for me, coming in at number six, another young, young uh, uh, smaller school, Cincinnati. It's not super small, but Desmond Riddler, uh, R- uh, Ritter, Ryder? Riddler. I don't know why I'm saying Riddler. Riddler. There we go. He's the Riddler now. Um, 6'4", 215. Got some good size on him. Um, I'm not a huge fan. I, I I like him. I think the potential's there, but I'd like to see more out of him. And I could say the same about my number five, who is a guy that I absolutely adore and the guy that I was talking about earlier, and that's Jaden uh, Daniels. Um, he's literally the most infuriating infuriating prospect that I've ever watched, I think. Um, and the most polarizing, you know what I'm saying? Just his unevenness on the football field is insane because sometimes he'll make a pass and you're just like, that is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And then two plays later, he'll throw a ball and it's like, that's the most ugliest pass I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that's infuriating. But like some of these other guys that we've talked about, he's a playmaker, man. Like he can make plays with his legs. He has that ability to really break out um, I think he, he could be one of those guys where it's like if he goes to what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with Shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The right team, and they let him sit for a little while. 
You know what I mean? He has the potential to be something. I think he can develop, but his accuracy problems are awful. Like in 2019, if you look at his 2019 stats, he had um, 17 touchdowns, two interceptions. And then, of course, he had 355 yards in the ground as well. But the thing that you look at is like his 60% completion percentage. He only played in four games last year. 58% completion percentage didn't really improve upon that. He doesn't turn over the ball, which obviously you like. But at the same time, I just... His inaccuracy problems, you can't, I mean, you can't not not talk about those. You know what I mean? If you're looking at the big collective class of 2020 or 2022 here, he's one of the least accurate quarterbacks completion percentage-wise and just in general. And that to me is something that really stands out. If he does not improve upon that, he might as well come back for his uh come back for another season because I, I just don't see how he'd be amongst the top crew in this draft class. So Stoops, you're seven, six, and five. So at seven for me is a guy that has has probably fluctuated the most in my rankings over time, and that's Brock Purdy out of Iowa State. I I want to say I had him as high as three at one time, and I think I've had him as low as probably nine or ten. I really like him. I just to me he's kind of had a up and down career it's not so far down obviously that it's just terrible but he was just so high and then it kind of just like plateaued and dropped a little bit so he's a guy that I'm definitely definitely interested to see kind of what happens this year um so we'll we'll see I think I think the team I think that team's gonna be really good if I'm gonna be honest with you they, they got a lot of their their key guys back one either just because they said they're gonna return or they weren't draft eligible yet so um I think that's going to be a team to really watch out for this year. I think Iowa State can can really shock um, the Big 12. I'm not confident to say the whole college landscape yet, but um, it could happen, man. It could happen. You know, it's it's those teams kind of. I mean, they're not coming out of nowhere. They had they've had solid seasons, obviously, but um, they got to get through Oklahoma, obviously, and that's that's going to be the test there. But nonetheless, six for me. I've got Jaden Daniels. Um, you kind of said everything on him. You've obviously been been on the Jaden Daniels train for quite a while. Um, and I'll be honest, I was, I mean, knowing who else is left to to rank, I'm not surprised you had him where you had him. But at the same time, because of how high you've been on him, I kind of expect him to be a little bit higher. But everything you said was spot on. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff he's got to work on. But it's just that ability that he has to make the plays that it's kind of like it, it keeps you it keeps you attached. If you're reeled in. You're kind of like all right, like it's. It's, it's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So we'll see. But he's got definitely got some stuff to work on. And number five for me, guy you mentioned, Carson Strong. Again, out of Nevada. Good size to him, 6'4". Um, you definitely like to see that. So good numbers. But again, it's one of those where if he was, I think, in a different conference or even if his schedule, again, he has no control over the schedule, right? He does not sit there and make the schedule. I get that. But if we were to see him against, you know, let's just say it tougher opponents, you know, more, more top tiered talents. Um, I think we could, he could be one that would easily move up a lot of people's boards. Um, and you know, yeah, maybe it's a fault of mine. I kind of do the same thing that, where it's like, if they're not playing those top tiered, you know, talents, opponents, schools, it's hard for me to put them above. I know I technically do have them above, you know, sec, big 12, pac 12 schools, but it's just one of those where I, I kind of temper that just for the simple fact that they haven't, you know, played any of those big, big programs out there. But that is my, what is that? Seven through five? Is that what I just did? Yeah, seven through five. All right, hit us with your four through one. 
So number four for me is um, a guy that we've we've talked about for a while, and I'm fairly certain you were super duper high on him for a while, and then the injury happened, and you flipped your uh, your guy. So that's JT Daniels out of Georgia. Now he transferred in, obviously, last season was cleared but not cleared but then uh, it was a whole thing that we were like ready for him to play and then he finally did this year obviously he's got he's got a lot to prove I'll say that but from what we have seen the talent and the ability is there I mean this guy is is a a top-notch athletic talented quarterback so I think we're going to see great things from him the big thing is I don't want to fall into that Jake from you know um trap i guess again because it just seems like georgia they just they run the ball right they, they run the ball um their running backs are obviously phenomenal pretty much every year they just get them the ball and 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 they're a grounded pound team so they don't seem to allow the quarterbacks to really get warmed up get into the game get into a rhythm so it shows in their numbers but i think jt daniels is a different talent that they've got to change the the, the scheme a little bit they got to get him involved, uh, let him get involved, I should say, and, and, and just give him more pass attempts. So got him at four. Um, number three, probably going to be a, a hot take for a lot of people, but I've got Spencer Rattler down at three. He could, he won't, but he could be a guy that jumps to number <laughs> one for me. He won't because my number one has been planted forever and it will stay that way. Um, so anyway, Spencer Rattler at three, obviously he's a phenomenal talent. It's just one of those where, I think I still have, and it's maybe not fair, but I still have that bitter taste in my mouth where he played, who was it, the D2 school or whatever, and everyone's like, this guy's the number one overall pick. And it's like, well, come on, come on, guys. He did look great during the, the tail end of that season. I will give him that. Um, but it was still one of those where, I hate saying this because I know I don't always you know, do it to other people, so it's kind of a hypocritical thing, but it's kind of like, I want to see a little bit more. Um, we got a small glimpse. I'd say a mid-sized glimpse of him last year, but the, the guy's talented. The guy is going to be a top five NFL draft pick. Like, there's no doubt about it. He will be a top five NFL draft pick. So um, a lot of places have him going number one to the Houston Texans because the Texans are awful, and they just give away everything for free. So um, hopefully they don't give that away for free. But, um, yeah, I got Rattler at three again. Probably, you know, a hot take for most people. I, I, we, we see it everywhere. He's pretty much everyone's number one quarterback, it seems. But he's number three for me. Number two, I got your boy, Keaton. Got him at two. Um, I know you're shaking your head over there. So it's it's just one of those where he's he's shown what he can do, right? He didn't, I'll say he did not look nearly as good last season, but again, Pac-12, right? They we're gonna have a season. Nah, no, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Uh, you want to play this week? No, nah, I don't think you do. So they were just Pac-12 was just all over the place. So again, it's that rhythm thing, chemistry, all that stuff. And then obviously the protocols just kind of limited probably the amount of practice time they can have. And that was just that was across the nation. That wasn't just Pac-12 schools. But um, I've got Keaton sitting at number two. I like him again, you know, 6'3, um, 215. So he's definitely taller than my number one quarterback, but that's okay because Sam Howell is definitely the QB one, and he's gonna be uh he's gonna be a top five NFL draft pick as well. So um yeah, Sam Hell, man. He just, I mean, look at his numbers. Look at his numbers. Watch his game film. I can't believe someone literally said, oh, that was you, wasn't it? That said something about, um, no, that was someone else. That was someone else. Said something basically about, like, I can't believe people think he's like a first round quarter or something like you're going number one. I said, well, maybe because they watched his game film. 
I yeah. I uh <laughs> I oh this yeah, debate was, will yeah, go yeah, on for was, a while. Oh, yeah, was, I do remember it was yeah, it was a joke. I don't remember what was said yeah. exactly, but and then everyone was just like, yeah, like Spencer Rattler will more than likely be assuming seasons go as we, you know, we think they will, um, statistics wise. Um I'd be shocked if he wasn't you know, the, the number one overall quarterback taken, but at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked if it was how it could be someone else. I've actually, we're going to talk about it, but one of my guys I have ranked, I wouldn't be shocked either. So that's my four through one. I feel like I'm just rambling on a tangent, but Sam, Howell's the best quarterback we have? So, yeah. And the thing about it is, is, is whenever you kind of look at these guys stats, it's a lot of mixed bags. Um, I, I did make a, a few slight changes to my, to my um, rankings oh, over the last couple of weeks. I, coming to number four is JT Daniels. I love the kid. I love the kid. I think he's fantastic. I do think that um, the same way I felt about Jamie Newman last year, I feel the same way about JT Daniels. I fell into the Jamie Newman trap, but of course, then he opted out. You know what I mean? That was not neither here or there. Now he's the best quarterback on the Eagles roster. You know what I mean? That's just with <laughs> Jamie Newman. Um, but with that being said, JT Daniels is number three. He came into this scene. He lit it up. Obviously, he played a couple cupcake teams. Still, the completion percentage is around 68%, which is nice. 10 touchdowns, two interceptions. He's not going to you know, run for 2,000 yards, but that's the thing that people get lost on. Not every quarterback needs to run for 2,000 yards. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between college or the difference between NFL players and, and, and fantasy football. You know what I mean? And there's the, the Twitter, the entire landscape is trying to it like different. They don't know how to differentiate that. Right. You know what I mean? Just because Keenan Slavis is not going to rush for 2000 yards does not make him any less of a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not what it is. Um, coming in at number three, I have Sam Howell. Um, Sam Howell is a, um, very good prospect. I, I like him a lot. I think these top three quarterbacks are 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 dynamite. Um, I, I just, you know, I prefer, you know, number two, I've got Spencer Rattler. Um, for me, the biggest difference what happened was Spencer Rattler has a very accurate deep ball. Um, of this class, he had a 50.8% completion percentage of deep passing of 20 plus yards. Um, which ranked about four points higher than the next person, which were both was both Slavis and Howe. Um, he did the 15 touchdowns or sorry, 13 touchdowns, two interceptions on that. Um, I do like his playmaking ability. I do think that he does make bonehead mistakes, but I think both, I think all three of these top guys do really have bonehead mistakes that they make. Um, another stat that really stood out to me that I loved about him and it was second best of the, of this class is, um, when blitzed, he's at 69.9% completion percentage when blitzed. So I like that a whole lot. Um, uh, Slovis was actually third there. And then uh, actually Grant Gunnell is actually first amongst all quarterbacks. But he only had about 30 um, attempts there. But um, And then coming in number one should be no surprise to anybody that's listening to this podcast for the last two years. And that's Keaton Slovis. I understand what everybody wants to say about him. Oh, my God, he's so bad. And I, one guy told me he's. I'd be surprised if he's the starter by the end of the year. And I just wanted to just go through my computer and smack somebody. But um, look at the stats. I mean, 70% completion percentage for his career, 47 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Look, I... I Last year was not his 
prototypical thing, but for three, two years, for almost a full entire season, we had to listen to, to go back and watch Jordan Love's 2019 tape. Mm-hmm. So go back and watch his 2019 tape and watch his playmaking ability. The, is he rough around the edges? Yes, 1,000%. But I don't think that there is a quarterback in this draft that is really standing out amongst everybody that says, I am Trevor Lawrence, right? Yeah. I am Justin Fields. You know what I mean? And that's where it cut off for you and I. I mean, obviously, on this podcast, you, if you listen to us, you knew that. But there's not a Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields in this class. There's guys that are full of potential that have the opportunity to do one of two things, and you mentioned it. You have the opportunity of being our number one, and you have the opportunity of being number 10 like or, or 15 or off the complete radar. You know what I mean? That's just what it's about in this class. It's It's a lot of talented individuals. But when it comes down to it, there's a lot of talent. But at the end of the day, it it it's it's a crapshoot. You know what I mean? Would I be surprised if if Sam Howell is my quarterback one at the end of the year? Probably because Keaton Slavs will be there no matter what. Yeah, of course. But uh, no, would it surprise me? Sam Howell's my QB one? No, it wouldn't be. Would it be surprising me if Spencer Rattler's my QB one? No, it wouldn't. You know, it, it, there's those three are the guys. I think they are that that tier A. You know, tier one is those three guys. And then you kind of go down from there. I like JT Daniels. I just, I think that he's just a, just under that tier, For sure. but uh, I think it's those three guys and then the rest. So, all right, Stoops, give me a guy that you think he could be in that. I want him below the top five. And even if he's not on your rankings, whatever it looks like to you, give me the guy that you are planning to f- saying, Hey, this guy has the potential to be Zach Wilson or uh, a Kyle Trask or a um, Joe Burrow this year. So for me, it is Brock Purdy. I know I am, you know, like I said, I had him up at three once. I think I had him down at 10. I've got him at seven right now. I just think he's got the experience, right? He's got the starting experience. He's on a very solid team. He's got his starting running back coming back. He's got his favorite target, albeit a tight end. But Charlie, he's 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 an athletic tight end. Um let's just call him basically a big body receiver at that point. But I just think Brock Purdy is it's where I'm planting my flag for the quarterbacks right now. I think he's one as far as who can skyrocket the most. I would not be shocked if we see him have more of a season like we saw in 2019. Um, The one thing, and it's not a terrible number, but the one thing I would like to see is just higher completion percentage. I mean, for his career, he's at 66.1. It's not, it's not awful, right? We've seen much worse, but we've also seen much better. I would, even if he was in the 68 to 70 range this season, I I would, obviously it's an improvement because it's a higher number, but it's more of what we want to see, I think. And it would just help, you know, bring him up more. His passing yards, I mean, he had almost 4,000 passing yards back in uh, 2019, played in 13 games. But he played 12 last year and was over 2,000 yards less, right? So, and that's kind of where, for me, it was like he's up, he's down, right? So I think this season, though, especially, um, yes, there will be still protocols as far as safety goes into play for COVID and everything, but it's going to be a much more normal season than what we had last year. And I think that's going to benefit him. That's going to benefit everybody. Um, but he's the one that I'm, I'm definitely – more interested in to watch and keep track of. And I really do think he could be the one that is in that argument where, you know how they always say it every year, how many quarterbacks are we going to have go in the top 10 first round, whatever it might be. I would not be shocked if he is third, fourth quarterback off the board kind of thing, a top 10, top 15 type type pick. 
I wouldn't be shocked if he kind of goes really in that Mac Jones range, what we saw this year. I wouldn't be shocked if that's what we see from Brock Purdy this year. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I <clears throat> I have a mixed bag of, of feelings about that, dude. I, I, it's not that I don't like him. You know what I mean? That, that's just that's just not to, to say that. But I, I really feel like he's a guy that is very up and down. He's he, I agree with you, though. Like He's a guy that has a chance to really skyrocket up the draft boards, but he also has a guy that just kind of can be very forgettable, right? You know For what sure. I mean? In, in a couple weeks, you know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, I talked a little bit about him earlier, obviously the newly transferred, um, Tyler Shaw. Um, I, I like him, man, but he's, he's good. He's got the, uh, he's got the size. Um, you know, obviously he's going to, he, he's going to Texas tech now, right? No, he's, he's I, transferred from Texas tech. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Transferred from Texas tech. So I think that he's. I mean, he's he's got the prototypical size. He's he looks good. I think that he's got uh, some some you know ability in the pocket that can make plays. I think that um, I think he's good. You know what I mean? I just I feel like he's he can be good, and, and I, he's got some raw ability about him. I, he did a lot of run pass options in in um, when, whenever he played Oregon. There's a lot of different things. I don't really. I mean, it's not that I don't believe in Oregon's play, uh, development, but Justin Herbert has came out and kind of looked like a million dollars, even though coming out of, you know, Oregon, he looked good, but he never really looked like what he did in his rookie season. Right? But his I mean, accuracy issues. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, yeah he's a, exactly. Everyone's trading for him now. We said to. <laughs> exactly. So right now, I think that he's very raw. He's very, very raw. And I think that he's got a lot of potential. And that's what it's about right now. You know what I mean? He's in my bottom tier of my top 10. And he's somebody that I do think with a good season can skyrocket up. But it wouldn't surprise me either way if he's just not even talked about at the end of the year either. So I really like him. I think that he's got potential. And um, it does scare me being at Oregon. I just don't feel like they they do a great job with their quarterbacks out there. I mean, the Pac-12 is just a struggle with quarter. There's just a mm-hmm. struggle with everything. Um, it, they Everybody just kind of goes out there to die. Um but I like him a lot. I think there's a lot of guys. I mean, it's it, there's a couple different guys. Graham Mertz could be a guy. I think Jerk, uh, Jerkovic could be a guy that really steps up. They've got a lot of talent up there at Notre Dame. Again, you know, I mean, Kyron Williams, the running back, is really good. Um, the tight end, Mike Michael Mayer's out there. They have some weapons out there for Notre Dame for him to really produce. So it wouldn't surprise me um, if if some of these guys step up, but it wouldn't surprise me if some of them fall either. So. I'm going to be interested. I'm not going to go on a tangent about it, but like I've been a Charlie Brewer fan for the longest time when he was at mm-hmm. Baylor. I was like Charlie Brewer, but now he's at Utah. So it's kind of one of those things where like another Pac-12 quarterback that may or may not do anything. I don't know, but um, I think he he basically exercised like his grad transfer option kind of thing, whatever. So yeah, like you said, though, it's pick a name. They could go up, down, outside of those. Really, the top top three, like you said, is that tier. For me, it's that that's that tier one, and then it's kind of like JT Daniels, and then it's almost like now you're at a tier three. Like I don't know, it's just this quarterback class isn't really all that. Oh, it's not. I, I just, I, yeah, I, I feel gross about it. I know. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, and it's like talking about the top three guys. It's like we, I think we're kind of coming off a spoiled year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, and and. And it's we weren't exactly enamored by everybody in this class. Like, you know, I started to love um, Mac Jones more and more towards yeah. the end of the season. 
But even at the beginning of the season, it was like, that guy's not even going to be the starter in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? And he just went Here out we there. are. You He's know, the top 15 he, pick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's a lot of, but again, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm excited though. You're right. Because a full season, a full off season, they're going to be impressive because it's going to see what these guys can do. No more excuses, batten yeah. down the hatches and get out there and throw a football, throw some touchdowns and, and, and go for it. So, that's it for this week's episode of the quarterback um, episode of the way too early first look at the 2022 mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Um, make sure to follow Stoops on Twitter at Stoops1990. Give myself a follow at Ricky Villar underscore. Make sure to check out the show at the Debbie Delight on Twitter as well. And if you have any questions or anything regarding your Debbie leagues or fantasy football questions, feel free to drop them over to us. Um, head on over to the Music City Drive-In for all the latest uh, articles and reviews and stuff like that. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. See y'all later. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.